This message comes from NPR sponsor REI Co-op. REI has gear, clothing, classes, and advice for camping and glamping, biking and hiking, axing and snacksing. Visit your local REI Co-op or REI.com for the million and one ways to opt outside. A crisis is brewing in southern Ukraine, where Russian and Ukrainian forces are battling near Europe's largest nuclear power complex. In recent days, the violence has damaged infrastructure near the power plant, raising questions about safety and whether the International Atomic Energy Agency should get involved. NPR's Tim Mack joins us now from Kyiv to talk about the latest. Hi, Tim. Hey there. Hey. Okay, so catch us up here. This nuclear complex, I understand, has been under Russian control for months now, right? Like, why the sudden and urgent concern at this point particularly? So these concerns have become more acute over the last few days near the Zaporizhia nuclear power complex in the south of Ukraine. Shelling near the plant has damaged power lines, radiation sensors, and an auxiliary building. That's according to Enerhatom, the Ukrainian organization tasked with running nuclear power stations. And there are ongoing concerns as well that, for example, mechanics familiar with the plant can't get in and spare parts also can't get in. Mm, Okay. And and both Ukrainian and Russian officials have warned about what could happen if the plan is compromised, right? Can you just tell us what are the specific risks here? Right. So both Ukrainian and Russian forces have been accusing each other of shelling the area around the plant, and they've condemned each other for the broader dangers these attacks could produce. But it's also important to emphasize right now that while the situation is dangerous, there are no signs that a nuclear disaster is imminent. Okay. That being said, it's the first nuclear power plant in an active war zone. So it's uncharted territory. My colleague Yulian Haida spoke to Henry Sikolsky. He's the executive director of the Nonproliferation Policy Education Center. Look, the power lines have to supply electricity to the pumps that cool the fuel rods. The control room has to be functional. Uh, And then there's the storage of the spent fuel, which has to be cooled. And if it isn't, you can get a a spent fuel fire, which can produce even more of a radiological release by far than even a meltdown. So Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky addressed this in a speech last evening. He said that if an accident happens, quote, no one will stop the wind that will spread the radioactive contamination. A Russia-aligned official said that what uh, he addressed as Ukrainian artillery strikes, quote, put the whole of Europe on the brink of a nuclear catastrophe. Well, what has the international response been so far? I mean, can anything be done to ratchet down the tensions here? So incidentally, U.N. Security General Antonio Guterres was speaking in Hiroshima to mark the anniversary of the atomic bombing there. Mm -hmm. And he told reporters, quote, any attack on a nuclear plant is a suicidal thing. Now, Ukrainian officials have proposed that the Zaporizhia nuclear power complex be temporarily transferred to a third party that's modeled on this internationally mediated grain deal or that the area around the plant be made into a military-free zone. The IAEA has said that it's ready to lead a mission to monitor the plant's safety and provide impartial and independent information about the facility. But because the plant is in Russian-held territory, there are Mm -hmm. enormous technical and legal challenges in getting access to the site. Russia said they're prepared to help arrange an IAEA observer mission to the site. That's according to RIA Novosti, a Russian state-owned news agency. But no such mission has been confirmed as of yet. That is NPR's Tim Mack reporting from Kiev. Thank you, Tim. Thanks a lot.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Bombas. Bombas makes absurdly soft socks, underwear, and t-shirts. And for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Get 20% off your first purchase at bombas.com slash NPR and use code NPR. On this week's Wild Card, we talk with Issa Rae about those moments where our lives could have gone another direction. Definitely wasn't supposed to be with that guy at all. At all. But I still think about it. I'm Rachel Martin. Issa Rae tells us how to make peace with the path not taken. That's on the Wild Card podcast from NPR, the game where cards control the conversation. 